This is Daily Wire Editor-in-Chief John Bickley with Georgia Howe. It's Thursday, March 2nd, and this is your Morning Wire Afternoon Update. The trial of Alec Murdoch, the prominent South Carolina attorney accused of murdering his wife and son, came to a close today. Here with more is Daily Wire Senior Editor Ash Short. The prosecution and defense have delivered their closing arguments in the trial of disgraced South Carolina attorney Alec Murdoch, who has been charged with murdering his wife and youngest son. The prosecution argued that Murdoch is the only one with the means, motive, and opportunity to kill his family members, while the defense noted the sloppy investigation that lacks any direct evidence to the once prominent attorney. I ask you to return a verdict of guilty against the defendant Richard Alexander Murdoch for the murder of his wife Maggie and his son Paul and for his possession of firearms during the commission of those malicious offenses. You're not being tasked here to give your opinion in this trial. You're being tasked to apply the Constitution, the bedrock principles that protect us all from a government. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov had a surprise meeting on Thursday at the G20 summit in New Delhi. Here with more is Daily Wire senior editor Cabot Phillips. Blinken and Lavrov met for about 10 minutes, and while they didn't reveal everything that was said, the meeting marks the most senior and positive signs for diplomacy between Russia and the U.S. since the start of the war. According to Blinken, he also raised the possibility of releasing Paul Whelan, the U.S. Marine veteran accused of being a spy who's been held by Russia since late 2018. Blinken also said he encouraged his Russian counterpart to re-engage in the treaty known as START. That's the last remaining nuclear weapon treaty between Russia and the U.S., which Russia pulled out of earlier this year. American officials say that agreement is crucial to preventing nuclear weapon proliferation around the world. The White House is defending President Biden's new pick for Secretary of Labor, Julie Sue. Sue, who is currently Deputy Secretary of Labor, oversaw California's Labor Department and billions in COVID fraud during her watch. Sue led the California Labor Department as the state's unemployment system witnessed as much as $31 billion in pandemic relief go to possible fraudsters. She acknowledged the matter to reporters two years ago, but nevertheless said the Trump administration didn't provide enough guidance on how to prevent illegal activity. When one journalist raised the concern with Sue's nomination to White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, she downplayed the scandal by pointing to the large volume of claims that officials in California had to handle. Under her leadership, under Julie's leadership, California took important steps to process a number of claims. We're talking about one in five, uh, which is in the entire nation. That's what California was dealing with uh, to ensure that working people who were uh, who are out of work and this was not their fault uh, could continue to pay their rent, uh, could continue to put food on the table, continue to put the keep the lights on. On Thursday, the Tennessee State Senate passed a bill effectively banning any events or shows featuring drag queens from being performed in front of children. Republican Governor Bill Lee has said he will sign it into law, making Tennessee the first state to have such a law on the books. The law, if signed, would ban adults from impersonating the opposite sex in public or near where children could see it while appealing to prurient interests. That is engaging in a sexually suggestive performance. Anyone who violates the law will be hit with a misdemeanor, and repeat offenders could face felony charges. Critics of the law say it's discriminatory and infringes on freedom of expression, while advocates for the law describe it as pro-child. And beginning in April of 2023, Discover Credit will become the first credit card company to track users' gun purchases. 
Well, those are your drive home updates this afternoon. To learn more about these stories, go to dailywire.com. And for more in-depth discussion of the biggest stories of the day, listen to our latest full episode of Morning Wire every morning.